0: Arkansas, well, may be, again, be a source of hope for the country, and and not though, as it was in the past under another president, Um, and also, well, a lot of people just are very happy to see Sarah Huckabee Sanders come in as governor of the great state of Arkansas, and how that is gonna change, they hope, one of the most underdeveloped states in the country. Uh, Of course, uh, Sarah's famous for her role in the Trump administration as its spokeswoman and uh, the person who came forward and basically dealt daily with the issues of 45, uh, President Donald Trump, and what exactly that was like. Now, of course, she is coming in as governor of Arkansas, where her father, uh, Mike Huckabee, had served very successfully as the governor of that state, doing so much to help the state that was really hurt during the terms and and, and issues surrounding uh, Bill Clinton. But first, let's listen to Sarah Huckabee Sanders.
1: I like to say i think my dad's the best governor arkansas has ever had one of the best governors the country has ever seen and i'm hoping to take that title away from him pretty soon i will never ever forget who and what we are fighting for because i have three little reminders scarlett huck and george who are going to hold me accountable and remind me that every single decision i make as governor will have a direct impact on their life and the life of every kid in arkansas
0: governor-elect sarah huckabee sanders in uh, little rock as she uh you know claims the fame and the throne right there uh her father uh mike huckabee uh popular talk show host popular uh, uh television host and uh, of course uh uh, you know, uh, one of the most successful governors in the United States, he, he ran for president, ran a very good campaign back in the day, and of course, uh, did not get the nomination. Uh, uh, Mitt Romney got the nomination that time around. A lot of people said that had he probably gotten the nomination, he probably would have made it all the way through. But, uh, his views on uh, his daughter coming in, uh, on Maria Bartholomew, uh, and her group in the morning over at uh, Fox Business, and this is what uh, Mike Huckabee had to say. Sarah coming in in Arkansas and his views of uh, the election in general.
1: Governor, congratulations. You must be so proud. You know, Maria, I am very proud of her. Uh, I, I've got a T-shirt that now just says Sarah's dad, because that's my <laughs> new uh, identity. No longer am I the former governor of anything. I'm just, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're Sarah's dad. So I'm excited for her. I'm excited for our state, because she's going to be, I believe, a terrific leader. Uh, she's got the heart of a mom, but she's got the uh, tenacity of a tiger, and she will be a, a terrific governor, and I'm, I'm excited for our state.
0: Governor-elect Sarah Huckabee Sanders in uh, Little Rock as she, uh, you know, claims fame and the throne right there. Uh, Her father, uh, Mike Huckabee, uh, popular talk show host, popular uh, uh, television host, and, uh, of course, uh, uh, you know, uh, one of the most successful governors in the United States. He he ran for president, ran a very good campaign back in the day, and, of course, uh, did not get the nomination. uh, uh, Mitt Romney had uh, got the nomination that time around. A lot of people said that had he probably gotten the nomination, he probably would have made it all the way through. But uh, his views on uh, his daughter coming in, uh, on Maria Bartolome, uh and her group in the morning over at uh, Fox Business, and this is what uh, Mike Huckabee had to say, Sarah coming in in Arkansas, and his views of uh, the election in general. Marshall Walker did do his thing uh, with sports and, and being active and going out in the world. He didn't hide in the basement uh, in the middle of COVID and just, you know, bury himself and wrap himself in saran wrap the whole time. And that's what Howard basically does and did, and he's, he's such a, such a hypochondriac. And so he goes out and he attacks people like Carrie Lake, he attacks people like this, he attacks people like that, and that's that's basically their, their goal in life, you know. But I digress, so let's go back and let's listen to Governor Huckabee as he
1: discusses this topic, and we'll get to how it's starting in a while. The uh, 18 to 25-year-old numbers were uh, Democrat plus 28, that's huge. But I think we've got to step back and ask ourselves how in the world did a party so out of touch with uh, American day to day living end up doing mm-hmm. as well as they did? And I think a part of it is we've got to accept that we're not just running against a Democrat party. We've got all of these uh, forces that are working against us. And, and here's what I'm talking about the social media. And the mainstream media are a monolithic wall for the Democrats. I mean, they protect them and they advocate for them. And then, if you add to that the bureaucracy of the government, you have the Justice Department and the FBI, and the reins of power within the bureaucracy. And they're they're no longer uh, striped-shirt referees. Calling balls and strikes and uh, uh, touchdowns and field goals. They're advocates. They're wearing team jerseys and they're rooting for the Democrats and they're calling uh, penalties against Republicans all the time. So it's a tough deal. And the only sources that a lot of people get their information is coming from all these monolithic social media and mainstream media companies. I would tell you. When people talk about a threat to democracy, that's a threat to democracy. When good ideas and different ideas never see the light of day because they're suppressed and censored.
0: Finally, a little bit more from the governor uh, with Maria Bartolome as, as they were talking uh, the other day, uh, you know, after his daughter had won and basically. You know, what what does he see for the future of the Republican Party and uh, some questions about uh will there be a candidate for president by the name of Fetterman? Well that if he doesn't get whacked on some drug overdose or do something stupid like, you know, walk uh, off somewhere into the into the wilderness or something. Because John Fetterman is, is basically damaged goods. You know, he's able to function for a little bit it's kinda like how it's kinda like, you know. Uh, Joe Biden, you know, uh, you, you have this dementia-ridden president. So you've got a, uh, you know, half-brain dead uh, guy who basically functions uh, on the whims of of what his wife says. So, so I wonder if you know if Fetterman's part of brain that is that is damaged from his stroke is another part of the brain that functions in Joe Biden. So maybe that's why the two get along, you know, because they're both brainless, they're both brain damage. And that's, that's basically what's what's going on right now. We are in a country where political parties and leaders and whatnot want to put in these people who have all these mental issues and problems, turn them loose in the streets to create crime and trouble so people will just hunker down and, and, and not do anything. And if they do do something, you know, they get, they get chased down and they get hunted down. That's that's really
2: bad. That's really
0: bad. Let's hope it uh, it ends soon. A Mike of New York. Well, here's Mike Huckabee talking about the future of the Republican Party, its impact, the future of the Democratic Party, and a possible White House
2: one by Fetterman.
1: It DOESN'T GO BACK TO THE DAYS OF GLOBALISTS, THE DAYS OF JUST BASICALLY BEING SERVANTS TO THE BIG MULTINATIONAL CORPORATIONS, THAT WE BECOME THE PARTY OF THE COUNTRY CLUBS AND THE SWELLS. BECAUSE IF WE DO THAT, WE ARE DESTINED TO BECOME EXTINCT. AND WE SHOULD BE. WE'VE GOT TO BE THE PARTY OF THE WORKING CLASS, THE PARTY THAT CARES ABOUT AMERICA, THE PARTY THAT BELIEVES THAT PATRIOTISM IS OKAY, mm. THAT IT'S FINE TO WANT TO MAKE SURE THAT AMERICANS AND THE AMERICAN DREAM IS ALIVE AND WELL. If we Focus on that, I still think that's a winning message, but. God help us if we go back to the days when Republicans were just the people with the real shined shoes and nice suits and uh, like to sort of pass around the power among themselves. Uh, but the people sitting at the kitchen table having come home from a hard day's work and sweated through their clothes, yeah. uh, they never felt like Republicans cared. Well, look, you made a really good point about young people and the mainstream media as well. First of all, young people coming out to vote in those kinds of numbers, that means that the whole uh, student loan forgiveness works. Whether, WHETHER HE GETS THIS DONE OR NOT, IT WORKED. IT, it CONVINCED YOUNG PEOPLE THAT THEY'RE GOING TO GET THEIR DEBT FORGIVEN, SO LET ME GO VOTE FOR THIS GUY. AND IN THE MAINSTREAM MEDIA, uh, MANY HAVE ALREADY, YOU KNOW, TALKED ABOUT uh, PLANS FOR PENNSYLVANIA SENATOR-ELECT JOHN FETTERMAN. THIS IS INCREDIBLE. HERE'S uh, ONE uh, REPORTER ON MSNBC. WATCH. FETTERMAN, AS A NOMINEE AT SOME POINT FOR
0: PRESIDENT, um, I KNOW THERE'S SOME VARIABLES OBVIOUSLY. <laughs> just, but, a few. Yeah, JUST A FEW. BUT I JUST, YOU KNOW, it, it, WHAT HE DID in the, IN THE SUPER RED, DEEP RED PARTS OF PENNSYLVANIA AND THE WAY THAT HE RAN AHEAD OF BIDEN, AS YOU WERE SAYING, RAN AHEAD OF TRUMP, I
1: MEAN, IT JUST MAKES, it makes YOU WONDER ABOUT HIS FUTURE. GOVERNOR, WHAT DO YOU THINK? <laughs> SHE THINKS HE'S GOING TO RUN FOR PRESIDENT. <laughs> I think the, the posture of her arms folded as she said this said it all. Surely she's not serious. Uh, but maybe she is. Maybe John yeah. Fetterman is the uh, future of the Democrat Party. If he is, then Republicans, we've got a great future ahead of us. Well, go ahead, Todd, real quick. But, Governor, the fact that they're even having this conversation, is there any greater proof to you that the Democrats care more about being in power? consequences to our nation be damned Todd, I think that's a perfect point you've made and no I don't think they do care about anything other than just power when they put a person up for US Senate who can't get through a sentence who needs therapy right now and I say that with sympathy not not trying to be in any way uh, derogatory of him but a person whose policies are so far to the left that they make Bernie Sanders look like Ronald Reagan for God's sake. Uh, this is really disturbing to think that this is what the Democrats think ought to be the future of the party.
0: Well, what do you know? Breaking story. I was talking about Herschel Walker just a little while ago, and it seems that uh, the uh, Secretary of State of the State of Florida has, uh, we're actually not Florida, I'm sorry, I was talking about uh, Georgia, Georgia. Uh, yeah, and uh, Herschel Walker, yeah, i got Georgia on my mind, I don't know. Well, my dad's name was George. I have a middle name that's George. You know, this is all this weird stuff. But anyway, Herschel Walker uh, in the room, and of course, a runoff election has been declared in the state of Georgia. And uh, you know, this this is what's happening. So so uh, Herschel Walker has uh, has uh, blasted the hypocrite of Warnock, the warlock or whatever. Uh, you know, as his campaign resumes. After the runoff election has been announced in the state of Georgia, and uh, Republicans are rushing to uh, endorse and uh, fight for and campaign for Herschel Walker, although Howard Stern's probably going to run against him. Uh, not run against him, but, but you know, going to come in and try to do the runoff. But uh, if there's one thing better with uh, with the runoff with Herschel Walker is, uh, you know, uh, this this guy is of the people of Georgia. He's actually from Georgia. From the streets, from there, this other guy kind of lived there, but didn't really do anything for there. You know, Warnock made his money elsewhere. Can't, comes back to Georgia and tries to tries to be the leader because the Democrats have assembled a candidate. You know, and that's that's really bad. That's something that that, that you know these parties try and do. Uh, basically, they they've managed to delay elections in other places uh, do through lawfare and other tactics. You know, can you imagine? It's Veterans Day tomorrow. They're delaying votes in Arizona because they're military ballots, you know. And this is what the uh, the Democrats are doing in Maricopa County, you know, where 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 they don't want voter ID, where they don't want people to verify things are going up, where they kill babies for crying out loud, you know. So what the hell can you expect positive from a Democrat if they can't even protect life? Here's Herschel Walker. He's loved by his people down there, regardless of what you may think with some of you elitist assholes who are out there just doing your thing and bashing away and talking about a guy because oh he speaks funny well you speak funny (laughs) you know i listen to half these guys uh in new york radio new york television when, when they talk about it i mean half of them pronounce things so weirdly that most of the rest of the world can't understand what they're talking about. I mean, it's fine, in you know, some back alley in Brooklyn when they're doing a drug deal, but that's about all it's useful for. Or it's fine when they're you know trying to trying to pawn something that came uh, off the back of the truck. But at the end of the day, guys like Herschel Walker, he's talking the way most people in Georgia talk, and they all got this southern drawl down there, and they all talk this way, and you got a problem with it, because some people just don't understand, and that that's just how it is. It's a little bit laid back. It's got a little bit of that mint julep in there. It's got a little bit of, of, of people talking the way they should talk when they talk about things. And I'm not trying to, you know, tell people say, oh, you're misappropriating their accent. You're trying to sound like them. Well, no, that's a kind of cool accent. Hey, my brother moved down to Texas years ago. He, he talks with a little bit of a Texas tinge in his voice. Accents are something you learn when you go into a certain area that if you don't speak that way, you kind of stand out and you declare yourself open to uh, certain things, you know, being bullied and all that. I I went through 16 schools when I was uh, a kid and at every different school, I had to learn the local accent in order to fit in, assimilate, be part of, you know, okay, I can't, I, I ain't got that Brooklyn accent, you know. Brooklyn, you know, I just can't talk that way. You know, it's just not not my thing to sound that way because I'm, I'm not from here, but I'm of here, and that's why it's Mike of New York. Is in my podcast. It's not Mike from New York, because I grew up on the West Coast. I grew up in the Philippines, and it was kind of weird, you know. Yeah, you summers we'd be there in Asia, and then rest of the time here and whatever. But anyway, I digress. Let's listen. Herschel Walker taking the stage in this tent in Georgia somewhere. Uh Let's listen to what he has to say.
2: And I also want to thank my wife, Jacqueline, who is here with me. And also my team member, and also all of you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. And Santa Cruz, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. And we have a lot of elected officials here. I want to thank them as well for being here. And I want to tell you guys something. They said we're in overtime. We're in overtime. And then we got, wow, oh, hey, I was built
1: for this. I was
2: built for this. God prepared me for this moment right here. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Because if anyone knew anything about me, you're going to know I grew up in that little town called Riceville, Georgia. And my mom said, oh, big bone. <laughs> it been and I used to have this speech impediment so for four years of my life. I never spoke in a classroom for four years of my life. I never went out for recess. Kids really didn't think I could speak. because the grace of God, though I, I got a scholarship to go to college. <laughs> I'm be the grace of God, I got a chance to go to high school. <laughs> Because of the grace of God, I got to play fifty years of pro football. Yeah. Because of the grace of God, I got a chance to be on the nineteen ninety-two box Buffalo that team. Yeah. But that's just some stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Means method. because God had to break me because He knew that something was happening that He could get me ready for, and all that stuff on the nut because I was getting ready to go up against a wolf and sheep folding. Yes, and so what I did, what happened then, they told me I had a mental problem. Think about this now, I never drank before in my life, never tasted beer, never had any alcohol, never taken any medicine in this body. But they told me I had a mental problem, and I'm like, wait, 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 what a mental problem? And I'm talking about myself in the third person, but I know that. <laughs> so I uh, went to this hospital, and I remember being at this hospital, and I go, whoa, these people here are crazy. I am not like them. But then because of the grace of God, I realized that we all fall short of the glory of God. But then what happened is as I was looking around, because I started watching television, which is the biggest mistake you can make in your life, I happened to see this minister on television. And he said, The problem we have with America is racism. And he said, America need to apologize for whiteness. And this thing I saw is he was being elected to all the United States Senate to represent the great state of Georgia. And I said, wait, 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 no, 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 I said, wait, 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 he don't represent Georgia. Because I'm Georgia born and Georgia bred and when I die, we Georgia dead. He do not represent Georgia. He going to Washington, and then I hear how he voted with Joe Biden 96% of the time, which man, no, 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 Gary said, you know, we can agree to disagree, but we got to agree to disagree with someone like that, and he don't know what it's time for him to go. it's time for him to go, and I want to tell him right now, don't let that door hit you in the back side as you're doing in a deal for here. And so as I started looking at him, what he was doing to this great country and to this great state, I said, no, my watch, I'm not going to let this happen. Because in the book I read, in the book I read, it says nothing about the color of your skin. God talks about your heart, talk about the color of your skin. And he's in a church, he's in a church where a man talks about the content of your character not the color of your skin. And all he talks about is the color of your skin. You heard the Senator tell you, most everything he was trying to introduce had to do with the color of someone's skin. And I said, knock, 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 knock on my watch. Because let me tell you, if we can't get through that door together, none of us gonna get that at all. Because we can't get there. None of us gonna get that at all. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, something happened to me, when I was young, I, something happened, when my mom told me that there's no color in writing wrong. And that's what we got to get to. There's no color in writing wrong, but what we have done, we've elected people to an office and have forgotten about the Constitution of the United States of America. Right. Yes, and, that's what I'm about, and they've forgotten about America. And they think when somebody says make America great again, that's a bad term i am tell you, if you live in America, you should want America to be great again. I am confused why somebody who think America should be great. And I told him, I'm like the Bible. I don't like to be set. And I think we're a great country, but when we become even greater, we got to come together. Because in the book I read, it says a house divided and cannot stay. my watch. Y'all can tell I'm not a politician. I don't look like one. don't talk like one. don't like that one. I'm that lawyer from God that he been looking for. He's to go to Washington. he to Washington and to say, no, no, no. That's like my father said. When I say no, I mean no. And then when he got to the point that I didn't like the rules on me to the roof, he said, you can leave my house. And that's why we got to get back to, if you don't like the rules
0: of the United States of America, you be So that's uh, Herschel Walker, uh, you know, announcing his uh, preparedness to, to take part in this runoff that's going to take place in Georgia. Uh, We'll get into more of uh, Herschel's speech and also Senator Ted Cruz in our next episode on the Mike of New York podcast. I'm Mike of New York, uh, Mike Cohen, coming to you from uh, New York City, from the borough of Queens. And uh, of course, we give glory to the King, King of Kings, Jesus Christ, God above, and spread all the love. You all have a great and wonderful evening, wherever you may be on this planet. And remember, just as Mr. Walker there said, everything you do, give thanks to the glory of God. God bless you, God bless everyone, and God bless these United States of America. Have a wonderful day, and remember, always, there are things in this world that we can't do if we just do it and get it done, right? (laughs) Have a wonderful day, everybody. We'll be back with more in a bit with uh, more at Herschel Walker's run, reactions, and Senator Ted Cruz when we return.